Hi, it's Damo here. As you know, Mark and I do our best to tread very carefully and respectfully around issues of well-being and mental health. And in this episode, we do talk about eating disorders, body image, alcohol, addiction and acceptance. So, mind how you go. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and recent survivor of seasonal flu, <coughs> Mark. Hi, Damo. Hi. A chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sports, conspiracy, and how the world is unraveling before our very eyes. We're all work in progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness then our work here is done. This isn't as special as such. No, but no, it's nothing uh, special about it. <laughs> probably not much, not much special about <laughs> yeah. the other specials, to be honest. But I've got, uh, this episode is one for the lads. Yeah, let's let's just fall straight into... <laughs> I'll put lads with a Z yeah, at the end. Yeah, because you're straight. Yeah. But interesting, our demographic is actually quite split. The yeah. gender split, which I'm quite proud of, actually. Well, it was I think more... we're, appearing, we're appealing to... The world. Yeah. Which is nice, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think we're laddie. It's no, probably about as laddie as it's going to get. I think this is tongue-in-cheek laddie, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. it is. It I is. Oh, okay. Otherwise, half of our, half of our listeners oh, are Oh, we've going, lost half of them. I'm not a lad. Fair enough. Yeah. No, but I think, I think um, yeah, you're right. It's under I, a generic heading It's amazing lads. how much applies to everybody. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how, how many ladies have kind of gone, oh, that strength... I'm running and maybe I should be, you know, lifting some weights. Yeah. It's nice use of ladies there after last week, me going, we'll be very careful of our language. Yeah. We're so woke. It's um, it's so true now. (laughs) Yeah. How are you doing anyway? I'm going to get that in early every time. And one other thing I'm going to get in. Yeah. Um, I said last week when you always go like, hello or welcome to Mark. And then you have a humorous little (laughs) thing. Like you look like you've got something written down. I have got something written down. Oh, I've changed since I've known you. Um, I looked at the Google Drive documents that you send across, which are like meticulous and mm-hmm. brilliant and lovely. And when you do your opening spiel, you actually put intro to demo, intro in brackets, hello, dot, dot, dot. So when you say hello to me with the little, yeah. you actually write down that I will say hello, dot, dot, dot. Well, it- I, I give you the space. That's how professional I yeah. am. Yeah. I thought that I thought that was uh, is interesting. I thought I might just be mute today. That would throw you off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's true. When you don't do that, I'm literally lost. Yeah. Um, but that's planning. Okay. What have you got? Come on then. Um, I've got loads. I've got too much. But I didn't even have this written written down until I listened to you then. Unraveling. Right. Yeah. Were you just saying about the world unraveling? Tis for sure, isn't it? I. It's yeah. snowballing. I'm using the phrase snowballing. We're down the mountain. No one can stop that snowball. <laughs> I don't know why I've got that uh, that feeling so much this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I have watched The Social Dilemma. Okay. We're going to pick on that later? Or I think so, yeah. Okay. Which may have, didn't necessarily tell me anything I didn't know. It just, I guess, um, filled a few gaps and joined yeah. a few things up yeah. and made me think slightly differently about a few things. So, and I guess, you know all the stuff in America and here and I don't know it's one of those things if you kind of if you start looking at the news probably a little bit more often than than one normally does yeah 
you know, you start to kind of, it doesn't help the overthinkers, does it? No, this but world. It, it doesn't. But I suppose the thing that keeps going through my mind is pre-COVID or pre-Brexit, we would have the news and they would come on and they would talk about some floods in the Philippines or they would talk about an iron factory closing in South Wales or they would talk about some riots in the Ukraine. Mm. And the light, yeah, the world just sort of bumbled along with that. And then there'd be a, a humorous thing about a dog at the, on a skateboard at the end. <laughs> and that, that was the news. Yeah. It used to be the news. It yeah. used to be. A little that. bit of here, a little bit of there. Yeah. A little it's, bit of. Yeah. The... Oh, there's a little bit of, there might be a bit of terrorism, but it isn't too bad and it will go away. And now it's like, there's nothing else around. It's, it's just either COVID, COVID. and then occasionally something like, Californian wildfires will be yeah. chucked in as like, oh, by the way, yeah. absolute yeah. devastation California's, of a massive California's state. still burning, by the way. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, back to someone having flu. Yeah. And it's like... And then the president gets it, and then that's just... The whole world shuts down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two of the biggest news items coming together at yeah. once. I don't think we should go into detail, because I think it has no, been... I don't wanna... I think it has been mentioned on social media, Trump getting COVID. I'm, I, I, I'm pretty certain. Yeah, I think there's been some, at least one tweet about yeah. it. <laughs> um, just to put it out there, because... I know it's going to happen. Yes, he does take vitamin D. And the fact that he takes vitamin D didn't protect him, but it'll, it'll, it'll help him get through. He gets through. Because if you think he's 74, mm-hmm. he's moderately obese. Yes. He's very orange. So if you put all those... Hold on, t- is, that got, that's, is that just your... It just doesn't look is healthy. Is that actually relevant? It doesn't look healthy to <laughs> All me. the other things felt that are relevant to your yeah. argument. Yeah. No, I just don't know where the orange comes from. Sounds like you've been objective just for a minute there and then you slipped <laughs> in there. God, he's orange. No, I just don't, I don't know whether that's... It's just a comment, really, whether whether that's sunbeds or... Ah. It doesn't look natural. It's got, it, no, it looks like it's wiped on badly, doesn't it? Okay. But anyway... So two things, two things. He does take vitamin D. I'm pleased he takes vitamin D. Not going to get into a big discussion about this because this is too big and everyone in the world's got a view. But the one thing I'm going to say is just I'm not going to get myself personally entering into conversations around any negativity about the fact that somebody is poorly. It doesn't need comment as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. End of. Mm. Amen. guy's poorly. Amen. (laughs) Okay. So coming up in this lads episode, uh, we've got um, in warm up and stretch, we're going to look at, um, (laughs) I do this, I kind of write things in here and then literally think about them properly as I read them out, as we're recording. But I've put football has gone to the dogs, but we'll come to that in a minute. Okay. Um, Work-life ballet, our relationship with alcohol. Why have I put that? Is that right? Are we on the right episode? Yeah, yeah. This is the <laughs> right. this is the beer episode. <laughs> of course. Both of us non-drinkers. Um, right. I need more coffee in me. And um, drop and give me 20. We're talking about the word that you can't say. Yeah. Test, toss, turn, So So you're alive. You pulled through, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. Your illness. Yeah. You survived seasonal flu. I did. Do you want to go into any detail? It wasn't flu, was it? It's just a heavy cold. People get heavy colds Pretty and sore nasty, throats. Though. Do you think? Yeah, I think this is the thing that everybody's got and everyone's gone off and got a test about because it's so horrendous. Yeah, I, I got so. I got the test because I've got underlying <laughs> underlying issues. You're not orange. <laughs> I'm not orange, but I've got a very dodgy, shade of I've got a very dodgy heart. Speaking of which, I don't want to go off on a tangent because that late. Would, that would just too, too late. late. <laughs> so, is your, heart, is your heart okay? Don't drop any bombs. I can't. My heart, I my heart isn't today. brilliant at the moment. It isn't brilliant. But the, part of the reason is that it's a vascular condition. So when you get out of breath because you can't breathe, it has repercussions. He must have struggled then this week. 
Yeah, just a little bit, but it's been okay. It's been okay. But the point I wanted to make was in terms of targeting um, advertising on Instagram, Hmm. I get a lot of the equivalent of um, junk mail. So I get a lot of things around prostate cancer because... Your age demo, right? Age demo. Mm -hmm. My dad died of it. I've had some scans for it and it's like... Instagram know where I am and know which hospitals I'm going into regularly. And <laughs> you know what I mean? They, yeah. they, they put two and two together. So yeah, the demographic fit. And also because in terms of my heart situation, it's going to be really obvious that I'm going to either be looking up stuff on heart or, you know, it's yes. going to happen. It's no yeah. surprise. Mm-hmm. And uh, the British Heart Foundation put an advert out this week to me, um, advertising, I think it's either a weekly or a monthly draw where you can win a thousand pounds and the profits go to British Heart Foundation, Mm -hmm. which is fine. It's a really good organization when I'm really, really, I would back and do give some money to. Mm -hmm. And one of the the lines in the advert was, why not have a flutter? (laughs) (laughs) Now, I think they've done it for that reason. (laughs) But atrial flutter, which is one of my conditions... No, but it's my specific condition, which basically has been yeah, four lots think, of surgery in two years. I don't think they've written 20 different lines and targeted them to the, the, to the conditions you've actually got. I don't <laughs> think, you know, which you can do. Yeah. I just don't think they would have got, I hope they haven't gone that far because that's a little bit. No, no, I don't think, no, I don't think it's targeted for me. What I'm saying is, I, has someone gone tongue in cheek will use a term that people that have this know. It just seems so inappropriate. It does it? seem so inappropriate. It's a good job you've got a sense of humour, right? It is. If they haven't put it in, and this is the major heart founder, you know, the major heart it's charity, a... and they've mentioned flutter, which is a serious condition, yeah. you can die from it. I still find that just... funny. <laughs> so I don't know. It was no, just no, interesting. Yeah, no, it... it was just interesting. So I'm sort of tempted to go, Are you... is this really funny? Yeah. Which I think it is, but some people lying in a hospital bed getting this it's, ad it's for a, might not see it. It's a brave one, isn't it, to let's see yeah. how this lands. Yeah. It's either really, it's really clever or really stupid, yeah. isn't it? It's kind of... I took it, it as really who, clever. I liked it, but yeah. it did make me think that is my so, condition. Yeah, I'm sure lots of people are like writing a stern letter as we speak, <laughs> aren't they? Where were we? I just... Uh, you're well. You I'm through. well. I'm fine. You're I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. you. Uh, just a quick uh, bookmarks. I did look up the sexual antics of dolphins. Mm. I don't think they're that. I don't think they're that naughty. Unless I'd look. Yeah. Have you not watched the videos? I didn't. Well, I read with people. (laughs) What? Oh, come on! I just said. Look, where did you go? Bloody Disney Channel. (laughs) Donnie the Dolphin. It's real life. I just put in. I think I literally put in the same. Smiley Dolphins. (laughs) Miami Dolphins. How to please a dolphin. (laughs) You just put in Miami Dolphins and watch just hours of American football. (laughs) Dolphin films with happy endings. (laughs) Sort of free willy with dolphins. We're talking about willies. I mean, there was an interesting thing about their willies, which was um, how how massive massive they are and how kind of um, flexible. Yeah, they kind of go in there and... Dogs do that as well. And I, again, this thing you don't know what to believe, but it said they pretty much have a they're pretty much aroused. The male dolphins are pretty much aroused all the time. Yeah. Then immediately thought, does that help them in the water or slow them down or help as a kind of keel? They have those big their... yachts, isn't it, where they have the two sort of things at the side. Yeah, but he's got one right down the middle, I'd imagine, right? I, I couldn't find any pictures. 
I and I read good boy did I look <laughs> a lad could, special and Damon's looking for but if he's got one on all the time he's, he's not going to be they fly through the water they can't you know unless mm. it's just the female ones we see doing all the the ones at SeaWorld don't have them do they oh no they wouldn't let them no They'd scare the kids wouldn't it <laughs> take their eye out <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anyway, okay. it didn't, well, from what I read, it didn't. They didn't seem that bad. They just it, they like a bit, and they probably do it all year round for fun, as well as you know, okay. actually. All right. Well, let, you, we'll need, you need there. to send me. You need to educate me. Yeah, I think that's fine. I'm happy that you just think dolphins are happy. And that's why they're smiling yeah. all the time. I've kissed a dolphin. Move on. <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> I've got a picture as well. Her name was Dot. Move on. Okay. Um, so uh, I looked up also. Um, computers be truly random i mentioned that thing and i mm. thought i'm well out of my depth here mm. i looked it up and found uh, a little an excerpt from professor of computer science at mit mm-hmm. it's got mit on it they know what they're talking about yeah right it's this guy called steve ward i don't know how how much this was all attributed to him but i'm going to give it him the credit anyway but i found a little excerpt which i'd like to read to you now you, right your I'd eyes like, just glazed like over to, you just mentioned it <laughs> even if it's been part of a three-letter <laughs> description. Okay, go for it, um, go for it. He says, there are ways that machines can generate truly random numbers, and the importance of true randomness is not to be underestimated. If you go to an online poker site, for example, and you know the algorithm and seed, you can write a program that will predict the cards that are going to be dealt. Mm-hmm. Truly random numbers make such reverse engineering impossible. There are devices that generate numbers that claim to be truly random. They rely on unpredictable processes like thermal or atmospheric noise rather than human-defined patterns. The results might still be slightly biased towards higher numbers or even numbers, but they are not generated by deterministic algorithm, which I liked. You can point it to something that is far, you know, as random as it could be, mm. like the weather or something like that, but almost by by deciding where that's been, where that's been pointed yeah yeah interesting i guess as 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 long as there's human interaction you could argue there's a bias yeah couldn't you yeah yeah, i mean how random are dice when you throw dice Mm. really yeah if if you're choosing the weather or the atmosphere atmospheric noise Mm. to be the predeterminant Mm. of random it isn't random because you've chosen that yeah interesting there though you said there's a propensity was it i'm using the word propensity just a nice word yeah thank you word of the day um oh there's another word of the day Bring it out to. in a minute. Sorry, contrite. Showing remorse. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> where were we? Oh, yeah, no. So the point I was going to say is you you read out there that there was um, a bias towards even numbers, which takes us back to my alarms. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I didn't, again, look, I didn't, you know, like most things, as I always say, you can drill down into that specifically. But I don't know why, I don't know why it'd be drawn to higher numbers. I guess maybe if atmos- atmospheric pressure is in the high numbers you're out of your depth now, I totally yeah. should i move on yeah move on you're just making stuff up. um i've got an apology okay um about painting bodies because i was so adamant mm. that you shouldn't be here right now because you've you painted your body and all those 400 people that did paint their body in that picture yeah. should be dead so it's my apology for jumping on a myth i guess an urban myth i don't that I've think always... it deserves an apology i think it, it just made me worry because no, that... people went away going god yeah you could have died you know I don't know how... Who, but you quoted away James te- Bond <laughs> as your source. But it, was, it was exactly that. And I found... Um, he isn't real. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, but that was the thing. That's where it came and That stuck in my head. And you think, how many other things have we got stuck in our head? Mm. For us, undeniable facts. And you will yeah. literally yeah. fight someone to the death. Yeah. Going, you just... We're back to, you know, who's right and who's wrong yeah. and, and how much you feel about either, either side. But um, I, was, I was absolutely adamant that... You that were. T- 
And you yeah, were sceptical when I was saying that everyone had survived or that everybody hadn't got Yeah, then I started looking at... The photo. I got one. At, yeah. <laughs> I still can't find you on there. Maybe we have to do the competition. The one you put... Should we do a competition? If someone could... It's like spot the ball, isn't it? If someone puts across <laughs> the... <laughs> I tell you what, it's more like it's more like where's Willie? <laughs> this is a lad special, isn't it? Already. Oh God! I tell you what, I we, didn't mean that. At we're all. going to have to explain spot the ball to our American, our American. Uh, oh come on, they have it in America. They don't have to spot the ball. Of course they do. They don't have soccer. <laughs> no, you can do it. But they have balls. Yeah. Okay. In um. We'll in that other game that they play that they call football that clearly isn't football. Yeah. Sorry, America, but you're wrong. <laughs> I was going to be real. I've got a I've got a section on how into America I am at the moment, and you just—it's more like rugby than football, isn't it? Yeah, but I want to say something positive. We actually—I mean, I know that you know. You think what? I don't know. A percent of the game will actually kick it, right? What are we talking about now? American football? NFL? Yeah, there's not hardly any kicking. It's all throwing, catching. And oh running. yeah. So, the, so the term football is a misnomer. Yeah, yeah. I get that. American handball? No, handball's a separate sport, isn't mm, it? Mm. Anyway. Okay. I'm going to rescue America. Oh, I like NFL. Well, yeah. I do. Mm. Back to Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Who was the guy, the quarterback? Dan Marino. Marino. Mm. There we go. Arguably the greatest of all time. Going back to the question, that would be fun. Is there a question? Yeah, yeah. You said about... Painting people... bodies, I've got a... Sorry. Yeah, but you said about people trying to spot... I think you put... Did you put I'll something on the Insta story? Uh, the picture, the high resolution picture of the... It wasn't the... The mass nudity. Was that um, on an Insta story? Yeah, the, so the, the picture, the actual final picture, I couldn't find a high res of. No, I could only find a high res of almost like one of the one of the production team's yeah. shots. Um, but um, yeah, but you know where you are in it. So I thought if I, if we put the picture up and then people put on Insta and then literally put a cross on yeah. their Insta story and tagged us in it of where they think you are. Bearing in mind about spot only, the balls. Yeah, and about twenty percent <laughs> of people listening have ever seen me. But it's still worth a go, isn't it? Well, that's the whole point. Spot the ball, isn't it? You don't know where the ball is. Okay. All right. Let's if you knew where it is, it wouldn't be a game, would no. it? <laughs> and you're not entering it. Is there a prize? Well, that, that... We should give prizes. There is a prize, yeah. Okay. Okay, the prize is going to be a bag of coffee. Okay, liking this. Uh-huh. Um, do you want to put some of your granola in there? Okay. Because uh, that's really nice. All right. If it goes to America, we might have to get it sent pretty quick, but... No, the granola lasts three or four weeks. Oh, is it? Oh, cool. I'm making a new batch. I'm making a new batch this evening. So yeah, granola and, and coffee for the winners, and we'll put it up on Instagram. Yeah, that's enough, isn't it? That's I mean, enough. What do people want? Goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I've got, I, I found um, another excerpt mm -hmm. about the painting bodies. Okay. Um, so another common fear of body paint is whether a head to toe coat can cause a person to suffocate. Mm. This likely comes from the James likely like this definitely comes from the James Bond movie Goldfinger in 1964 um, when the film came out. The villain Goldfinger kills character Jill Masterson, played by Shirley Eaton, mm -hmm. uh, by covering her in gold paint, causing her death by suffocation. An urban legend spread that Eaton actually died on set from asphyxiation um, from the same gold paint. However, this is physically impossible mm -hmm. as Eaton is alive and well. Okay, where does she live? Uh, Edge. <laughs> She's 83 and she lives in Edgeware. Oh, bless. You read my notes, haven't you? I research stuff Nob. like a Like a master of You've got of one science. on you today, haven't you? Yeah, I'm oh. unbeatable today. Uh, so we don't breathe through our skin, we breathe through our noses and mouths. And all that needed was a <laughs> idiot at the end of it. Um, therefore, covering your entire body in paint won't cause you to suffocate no matter what Goldfinger does. Mm. 
So there we go. I thought it was, uh, wow. Legend blown. Um, bullets from me you've put in my notes. Will you stop writing in my notes? <laughs> gonna, I am like Anchorman. I'm just going to read whatever's put in front of me. Am I meant to have my own notes? I've got too many. I'm like, Would you like to add? I'm like a, uh, the pick and mix of, I don't know where to I just realised I've got a competition to do. Yeah. Um, it's the A word. I'll tell you what. Admin comes to mind. Work out how much that's going to cost. What to say? Then, then, we won't do it. then we'll decide if we want to do it or not. <laughs> Depends how much, how much we value we people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll send you a free prize, but you need to pay for it. Yeah. No, sent a, um, a package yesterday. Very small parcel. Yeah, just a small envelope. Guess how much? Next day delivery. Pound 50. 12 quid. 12 quid. No. All right, I'll say it again. 12 quid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happened to my voice then? 12 quid. And for Americans, listeners, pounds. <laughs> but yeah, twelve pounds. And she, the interesting thing was, I was in the post office, and I said, "I need this next day delivery, please." And she went, "Monday," and I went, "No, no, no, Saturday." <laughs> and she went, "That's twelve pounds." She went, "Monday's cheaper." And I'm thinking because that's in three days' time. And oh, she was like, "Honestly," she was trying to do me a favour because it was talk- an extra three quid for a Saturday. Talk about the world unraveling. £12. What is going on? Mm. It okay. wasn't heavy. No, no. Yeah. Well, the atmosphere was after that. <laughs> after that bombshell. Oh, it was blue, was it? <laughs> Just smashed you lose the your te- screen. <laughs> did you lose your temper? I did. I said, I sod mindfulness. <laughs> I was going to say. I own shares in Royal Mail. I should have some preferential treatment. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, so in one way, you're happy with the fact that, that <laughs> they, they, you know... It'll show my dividend. People are getting absolutely ripped. Yeah, 12 quid. I could have bloody driven there. Well, yeah, you, yeah. Coffee's kicked in. Yeah. Is that your coffee? Because we had your coffee today, didn't you? We did have... Just do a little bit of a sales pitch on it. Is this the first time you've It's you not my me... style, you know. <laughs> Go on. So, uh, so the, the, the coffee from the first episode, mm-hmm. which was my, obviously, you know, failed attempt at getting them on board as a sponsor. Yeah. Um, blown blown by you. Yeah. But, you know, I'm over that now. Okay. Um, my company branded them. So we've worked with them for a while. We know them very well and we buy lots of their coffee. And a few years ago, we created our own coffee mm-hmm. with them. Okay. So literally created, did a whole cupping session and worked out what we wanted and, and branded it and it's out there so you can buy it. Okay. So, so the winners are going to get your... So they'll be getting... The dead... I'm fine coffee, we're <laughs> yeah. not going to call it. <laughs> well, no, I'm not, I'm not doing another label. <laughs> uh, so the coffee is called Deadline Coffee. Okay. I'm fine deadline. Yeah. So okay. We, um, so that's the prize. No, we'll do that. Okay. That'd be good. Uh, did you have any bullets? I've put loads in, haven't I? I don't want to... I'm, oh, I'm rambling. have as well? Oh, I can see yeah. what's coming. I can see what's coming. It's, um, a, bit, it's a bit ranty. <laughs> isn't it I've I, just I, knew you were on, I knew you were on one I could just I could sense it when you walked in in Keep, your shorts bring, yeah. <laughs> again well I, you, I thought oh he's back yeah <laughs> well, you said it was Civvy's last week and I just thought no yeah. I'm the legs are coming out again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no you keep keep me on track because I think I'll just no, that, be... that, that was it those are my bookmarks and apologies unless you've got any more and we can move on to um, the guts of our lads let's episode go. let's go my point about football gone to the dogs i switched the football on and i it was literally five minutes before the vr incident with eric dyer mm-hmm. of tottenham hotspur <laughs> tottenham yeah tottenham who went up for the ball had his back to the ball the defender heads the ball into the, the back of his arm yeah. so he has no idea that the where the ball is and they, obviously they've got a penalty from it most of the games now 
are talking about stupid incidents like that. Well, it's all the penalties, point of, isn't it? It's all penalties now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you mentioned that actually the other day, didn't you? Yeah, and today... In relation to the, the crowd not being there, and there's so many, there's so many more goals. Yeah, well, all the, the goals handball, are generated the by, rule has changed, by the penalties. Yeah. yeah, Have they just done that rule so they create more goals? But it's not the goals people want to see. But it has it's, a... it's, it's great for pundits because they've got no, you know, no end of content to talk about. But it's not what fans of football want to be talking about and listening to no. is no. a stupid rule essentially ruining the game. And mm. there's almost, but unless you're Graham Souness, who just kind of sits on the fence all the time like me, which is mm. frustrating. <laughs> Um, it was interesting today because I do a fantasy football team with a few mates and I suddenly thought, if there's penalties, I need penalty takers in my team. So I looked to put Jorginho from Chelsea in because they were playing the early match. And for one reason and another, I didn't get around to doing it. He scores two penalties in the last 10 minutes. Today? Yeah. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, penalties, been more penalties than, it's than ever. But it's, they're now thinking of bringing a subjective element into the actual rule so there'll be a change to the law but there'll be some degree of but i don't think they do that halfway through well or partly way through they're talking season. about it just because well, it's, it's so rubbish it's so rubbish yeah what's frustrating is now in the bar they've the, the referee is going to the screen which has mm-hmm. been on this pretty much gathering dust on the side yeah. of the pitch yeah. for the last 12 months or however long it's mm. been going now they're going to the screen and still making stupid decisions yeah but those decisions are based on the rules, so you can't... So they're, they're not stupid. They're not, yes. I mean, it's just a stupid law yeah. that is upheld to the, to the, to the letter. Yeah. So. But it's interesting in terms of, we were talking just then about um, America, and I think a lot of the stuff because of what's happened over there politically over the last few months, some of the NFL matches are now hardly being watched. Am I right in this? I don't or know. Am I, just, I don't know. I, I think television audiences Maybe are, they can write in and tell yeah. us. Yeah, <laughs> I'll check this in the thing and then... Issue my apology in the next. Time. <laughs> I think there's, I think there's massive decline in the audience. Right, and I think I used the term the other day about um, opposition to America not attacking through nuclear bombs, but letting America eat itself yeah. by that sort of. And I think that's the same thing with sport because last 10, 15, 20 years in this country, we've seen the highest level of sport uh, of football become you know, massive, ridiculous amounts of money. Mm -hmm. But people forget that that it wasn't that long ago that the first division was almost collapsing, that the crowds were really low, that there was football hooligans, that nobody was really interested in football. Mm -hmm. The rebranding has got it. And now is football eating itself because... Arguably, you don't have as many of the the negative things. I mean, it still exists. There's still, you know, racism in the game. There's less hooliganism with no crowds. (laughs) <laughs> yes who knows what they're doing at home yeah. in the back gardens i don't know maybe they're still getting practice in for, i don't know but you know it's, it's generally been a lot better hasn't it i think it has it has but it doesn't it show what a, a sort of tenuous hold it has in terms of you and i who've admitted that football has been was a major part of our life yeah the passion has definitely gone now well, for me, I yeah, said I, th- this. I think yeah, we, we talked about it last time that the crowd has had a, the lack of crowd has had a yeah. lot to do with that. Um, but I, I wonder whether people are actually almost viewing football. So there's this. We whole... don't think it's a money, you know, because there's too much money in. Well, I still think there's a money yeah. thing that there's things like lower league clubs are going to go to the wall because there's no crowds, but there's still people playing in a fairly low level of football in this country mm. and getting two thousand pounds a week. So I don't really feel it's like the the gulf is still there. Yeah, between the between the the prem at the top and the what third yeah. is that right well it'd be division one but it'd be the third tier wouldn't it yeah um but they're they're, they're still a lot worse off proportionally but better off than where they were because the, the money must have filtered down you know and 
they get into televised FA Cup games. Yeah, yeah. Then there's going to be some money for them. Probably a lot more money than there ever was. But the gulf is so big, you know, they're, they're almost no yeah. better off. I mean, like now, they, they're really struggling. They haven't got the, the reserves, the money reserve to survive. I, I think that's the point I'm making more than the, the gap between the haves and the have-nots is that, that your average Joe footballer who could be on £1,000, £2,000 a week, mm. it becomes a lot more stark when the people that would have gone to watch your average Joe footballer yeah. wouldn't mind that they're on that sort of money because they're providing the passion for our Saturday afternoons yeah. and you have a loyalty to a club and you accept that that's market forces. Mm. What I'm saying is if there's loads of people this winter going to be unemployed or going to be severely restricted financially when when the football industry comes like we're really struggling we know you're really struggling but you're still struggling on two thousand pounds a week do you know what i mean it's yeah. that and i see the clubs are going to be in a real quandary about this and they're going but it's like i feel my connection is going from not physically being in the ground not physically seeing those people yeah. it now just becomes a result i guess most of the emotion is going into the the discussion about these yeah. most stupid incidents yeah that's almost where our kind of energy is going, isn't it? Even even our kind of the stresses that build up in us, you go to the football and that's where everyone shouts and yeah. jumps up and down. And, yeah. and those it's, are it's your release, memories, aren't you? That's yeah, your connection release, with the club, not, and, yeah. reading, not reading text on your phone that yeah, says you're they've going, lost again. Yeah, not just going there and watching a game and going, great, bravo. Yeah. You're, you know, you're investing in that, aren't yeah. you, emotionally? And yeah. Yeah, it can relieve stress as much as make you more stressed, I guess, but... That's the relationship with football and sport, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be up and down. It's, a, it's to, a living, breathing thing. Sorry, going back to your Eric Dyer, I thought you were going to reference him <laughs> leaving the pitch. Did you hear about that? No. He left the pitch. Well, about this incident? No, 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 no. I think in the next match to oh, go okay. to the toilet. What, halfway through a game? Yeah, I think Jose Mourinho followed him down. I didn't read <laughs> it up, I just heard. Have you added that bit in? No, no. Well, they both went to the toilet. I think Jose was just like, I don't know. What, worried about it? <laughs> yeah, just... Did you actually go to the loo? Yeah. Huh. I don't know if it was... Which one, do you know? I know that's... Not which toilet. <laughs> one Presumably or two. The <laughs> Maybe that's why Jose went. Yeah. Wet wipes. I don't know. <laughs> it's all about the detail, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> but he did. But that's it's, that's probably the story, um, really. Not like Gary Lineker. Man goes to toilet. <laughs> yeah. Not like Gary Lineker who just does it on the pitch. Oh, I don't start the going at bloody Gary Lineker. You don't like him? I don't mind your face. I don't know. No, I don't mind there. him. I don't mind him at all. What I'm the only thing that I'm finding a little bit. Um, Gary Lineker has taken on a mantle of mm-hmm. Politico, hasn't mm, he? Yes, because he has of his recently. position. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying whether I agree or disagree. Um, and I know he's doing a lot of stuff around promotion of um, positivity around refugees at the moment, and is evidently going to take a couple into his house. Yes, they are, and he got a lot of stick for that, didn't yeah. he? But you know, not giving usual. him stick at all. I'm no, he, I'm not he being was negative. For, no, he was for that. But. but it was interesting that he made some comment about um, Donald Trump paying $750 tax over <laughs> right, a certain amount okay. of time. Yeah. And there's two things about this. One is is that the tax system as such isn't necessarily a lot of Trump is, is invested in property. So it isn't necessarily that you can just go, oh, you're a multimillionaire and you haven't paid tax. There's, there's more to yeah, it than just it's that. sat there as assets rather than... Yeah. Yeah, cash but, in the bank. But it, it, it you know, it, it is what it is. Any money. And in some ways, whatever's happened, there's, there's whether it's corruption, whether it's avoidance, whatever. But Gary Lineker felt the need to comment on that. Mm. But a couple of people have brought up the fact that um, Gary Lineker has invested in um, a property consortium or a property development or something right. in the Bahamas that right. comes under. I think it's. It isn't tax avoidance, isn't it? There's two okay. phrases. There's one 
tax evasion and tax avoidance? evasion and avoidance that's the two difference but it's, it's one of two things that i think one or two people who sign up as being you know proudly british and proudly doing the right thing people like paula radcliffe who's now living in monaco mm-hmm. as a tax haven right. uh, mo farah who's do, no longer most of the f1 drivers are there yeah and yeah it's a difficult one, isn't it? We've got, I mean, I know you put some stuff up on social sometimes and I'm like, okay, just people, you know, we have different... You're very pro-millionaires, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No. Well, I don't have, I don't have any objection to ha- people having wealth. No. Amen. That wasn't it. I mean, I okay, was going to ex- expound a little okay. bit. What I think is so difficult and it's so easy to jump on people for having too much money. Mm-hmm. But of course, too much can just be more than that individual. You've got more money than me, therefore you've got too much. You don't need it. But when, of course, you know, you don't need to have a billion pounds. No. If you are a billionaire, doesn't mean you have a billion pounds in the bank. Let's get that right for starters. Mm-hmm. You know, like you just said, you could have lots of property and you could be worth a billion. You know, I'm sure you'd have a few million in the bank that yeah. you could get hold of straight away. But most of it is tied up mm-hmm. or it's in, it's in shares or stocks yeah. in terms of value rather than yeah. pounds and pence in the bank. I've got no objection to anyone working hard and earning it mm-hmm. and doing what the hell they want with it. Yeah. You know, when my, if my accountant came to me and said, Damo, you've got a, there is a better way of doing this. Mm-hmm. There's a more efficient way of doing mm-hmm. this. Or there are these government grants or government schemes yeah. available to help you yeah. offset your corp tax. Just give you, you know, give you money towards whatever. Of course, I'd take that, wouldn't I? Yeah. If someone said they can reduce my tax bill, why, I'm going to look why into wouldn't it. You? Yeah. What I'm not going to do is start creating shell companies yeah. in the Netherlands and arsing around with that. Or creating films. Did you see that? There was a tax thing, there was a zero tax on films, wasn't it? And loads oh. of people were making films that were making massive losses, but it was like a tax. It only seems to be the people with more money than God yeah. who do that or yeah. have the ability to make more yeah. money than God. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't bring him into it, should I? No. Or her. But <laughs> that, that's, that's where I start to feel really uneasy. It's like you've got, you've got plenty you can give a lot of it away and do some really good things with it mm-hmm. and you still be okay. Because generally they're not the people going to the effort. So if someone said to me, you can do that, you've got to spend, you know, three or four months of your life setting mm. all these companies mm. up and be like, I can't, I honestly can't be bothered. Yeah. But if someone else said, I'll go away and do it, you don't even have to worry about it. And I can afford to pay someone to go and yeah. do that for me. I, I am then in the camp where I go, you know what, don't bother. Don't bother. I don't, one, I don't need to. And two, I'm just literally paying you for the sake of it. Yeah. And I know what am you I mean. making I think, sense? I think there's a, there's a point where people don't have to, but they do. Yeah. To just it literally the tear the arse out of yeah. the, the situation they're in. So someone yeah. else is argu- arguably going to suffer, whether that's the country, whether that's individuals, or then it gets, hold on a minute, you just become an dick now. Yeah. But that, I'm, I'm not saying it, you get to that, you earn this amount of money, then you, you, know, you start doing that and you become a dick. It's not, it's not that easy. But I'm all for people working hard, doing what they want with the money. If they want to sit on it, like Cyril Sneer from the raccoons. <laughs> cartoon Lost reference okay. <laughs> um 80s 90s cartoon reference someone who just literally bathes in their yeah. money yeah yeah do that i don't i don't really care do what you want give it give it all away i don't i don't really really care what you do with it i mean I'd, I'd rather people do good with it of course or give people jobs create help other people create wealth for themselves help people better themselves and move on happy days but you're saying that if somebody just tries to pay someone to find a way that their income grows and that extra income doesn't actually take you anywhere you know you've got 65 million but by doing this you can have 68 yeah, no exactly is it really worth I mean, and, I think... e- and even if you go well i'm going to give that 68 well no there's a there's a different way of doing that because someone yeah. someone is getting screwed in order for you you know i.e the government or the nhs wherever you whenever your taxes are going roads kids yeah. whatever 
yeah, someone's getting screwed for you, you know, so that'd be the wrong thing to do to screw someone to go and give it to good causes. That's just, yeah. that is plain wrong. But mm-hmm. why, why not set up a, a, sorry, why not set up a trust where money's just generating and that goes into a good, well, if you're going to make that much effort to avoid paying yeah. what yeah. arguably you should be paying if you're mm-hmm. contributing to the, to the country and and that, that gives you all the things, gives you the freedom to make that wealth in the first place. Yeah then just play your part. There's an element of playing your part. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I do. And that's what I was going to say on the micro level. I've, I've shifted a little bit from this in terms that this came across a little while ago. Um, it's the typical, someone does some building work for you and it's like, that'll be 600 quid, well, 500 for cash. And that's just part of society and that's what happens and you've saved yourself 100 quid. Mm. But what you've actually done, and this is being really high morals, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm going to the to well, the extreme now. Drag your soapbox out. <laughs> yeah. What is actually happening is someone saying to you, if you give me cash and it doesn't have to go through my books, I do not have to pay tax on that £500. And as a reward for you saving me a third or a quarter of that £500, yeah. I will pay you some of the money I'm saving so that you benefit and I benefit. Exactly the line you just gave. But someone's always going to miss out. Yeah. And I've had it from my PT work. Sometimes people will go, oh, I'll pay you cash. How much for cash? Yeah. (laughs) People don't try and knock me down. I I am fairly strict about the (laughs) payment structure. Well, I have about eight different payment structures, but (laughs) um, you're at the top end. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say. But no, no, it's the point that I'm thinking to myself. I think sometimes people would look to give you cash thinking, I'm doing you a little favor. It doesn't have to go through the books. Even I don't expect anything back, but here you go. Mm. And in the same way, the builder would go, yeah, I'm going to knock some off. But it's also the, the, the situation, just going back to, to the bit that I'm saying about why I would stand on my moral soapbox on this, is that over the last six years, I've had six operations. Five of them been on the national health. Mm-hmm. And four of those five have been for heart or brain. And I, I know how much they would have costed to yeah. be done privately. Yeah. The last one was £11,000 if I'd gone private. Mm-hmm. So even putting those together, there's 50 grand that I've got out of national health. Yeah. And I'm sort of thinking, I'm going to need operations in the future. Mm-hmm. Can I morally go, I'm not going to say about mm-hmm. all these 30 quids and 40 quids and 50 yeah. quids I'm getting and then moan that yeah, yeah, course, there's a yeah. big waiting list. So I think, and that's fine because I'm comfortable enough financially mm-hmm. to be moral. Yeah. And I know that isn't going to be the, the case yeah, but for also everybody. If you decide to go private, you, you're still paying your taxes anyway, whether you're going to benefit from that or not. Yeah. You're still putting in for the benefit of, yeah. for the greater good, yeah. you know, aren't you? And I know it's just being a little bit And of like, course, there's a, it depends which, which way your moral compass points here. Yeah. But I, you know, I think most rational people would go, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. I'd like to think. Yeah. Of course, there's the exception everywhere. I've had six bars of chocolate given to me in the last month by clients, not not by you, obviously, but by other <laughs> clients, as, as I like to call them, the valued clients. And I um, give you any, anything but my respect and love. Yeah, is that, that not that's enough? Priceless. <laughs> but I haven't I haven't declared those obviously to the tax people. So you know I'm even there. Well, on you have now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that are we talking about the bribery act here? Are they are they bribes or no? I think they're do, just, you, do you have to declare that, that as gifts? You are meant to declare gifts, yeah, strictly in the letter of, what, of the law. Of what? I don't know what value. What, but but <laughs> there was something, I think, around teachers having to declare the gifts they get at or the end of Or the apple on the desk <laughs> at the end of the end I don't think lesson. that happens so often. Yeah, it's now. not an apple anymore. No, I think it's Prosecco generally. <laughs> yeah. I can remember being, A-class drugs. being at one of my daughter's um, 
infant school at one stage and it was end of term and I saw this child coming in literally coming into the playground with a four pack of cider for the teacher <laughs> it was just they were about six Good old carrying off. four cans of thatchers <laughs> Good. Okay. Uh, that started at football but I think we might have just diverged a bit we, well I'm quite happy with that because that's probably the first time we've talked about wealth okay I think that's okay yeah, I think it's okay. Got, I got an opinion across. You did. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's sketchy ground, isn't it? Because it's we haven't kind of talked about our kind of political persuasions. And, and I, I come from a family where we didn't really talk about it. They're often the things that can, that can ruin friendships, ruin relationships, mm, aren't mm, they? Mm. You know, wealth. Religion. Um, yeah. Politics, wealth, religion can be hugely divisive. Yeah. Can't they? Yeah. I haven't kind of grown up with with talking about that too much. I think because of that, I think my parents are quite aware of the hot water you can get into yeah, yeah. by nailing your political colours to the mast. Because, and I think it's even more prevalent now, especially when we're talking about, I mean, we've kind of mentioned the, the social dilemma and, and it was really good because it was echoing what we were saying about you're either right or you're wrong. And there, yeah, is, no, yeah. there is no discussion or no room for discussion in the middle, mm. which is terrifying. Mm. And I think that's what it's become now. The, those, you know, you're, you're red or you're blue yeah. in America and here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you believe in a higher power or not. Yeah, broadly, yeah. there's lots of other things in the in between. But or you have faith or you don't. Whatever that is, that faith mm. may be in. And I think you can you can have a relationship with anybody, and then drop any one of those things in, and you you could literally turn that relationship upside down. There's stuff about that on Twitter, isn't it? Someone like tweeting something and saying i've just lost 80 followers because i've yeah. made this statement yeah or whether they used you know the blm hashtag or you yeah know, they've, they've you know they're they're either doing it and not really thinking about what they're doing and going that feels like it's a it's a good yeah. movement yeah. i will i not quite realized the power of of that i was uh, going to post something today um on an instagram story and i didn't and i don't think it's contentious but because it mentioned, it alluded to race, I'm thinking, no, I think I might discuss it either today or, or on the next podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I think if I have the ability to explain the point I'm trying to make, <laughs> I can get away with. But I think if it becomes as blunt as text or as blunt as a tweet or as blunt mm-hmm. as a photograph that mm-hmm. goes this, 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 and someone looks at it and goes and misinterprets what I'm saying, yep. I'm trying to be in it very very positive but because there might be a slight sort of nuance yeah. that people don't get yeah i don't want someone coming back to me and going i think is, i think is we that can. your view because we'll be talking about acceptance in the next one so i think that that could tie in quite nicely okay. you, you sent me something today which i challenged you on because of that yeah. i didn't have the background yeah so as a statement i thought that's bold yeah you know really yeah i, I, I and then you you gave me the the context and i went okay but I what, loved our discussion on that, by the way, that I posted something. Your response was really, and mine was, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Debate yeah. over. Yeah. I'm right again. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we can talk about the next one because I yeah, think yeah, uh, it's, be it's, um, it's, it's actually challenged my view on that particular okay. subject. Well, let's, let's, so, let's yeah. hold that um, for the next one. So football's into, done. Football's over. Football's done. <laughs> but wealth. Uh, I've got around politics. But um, I think I can naturally steer that into booze go on then seamlessly <laughs> i'm trying to in that um mainly because of the point i've i've stopped drinking yep um how long um 
It's up the number of hours you're counting on your hand. <laughs> what time was breakfast? Yeah. Just while you're doing that, when I was poorly, skipping through daytime TV, looking for some uh-huh. light-hearted relief and some content for this podcast. Yeah. At 4.25, there was an advert for Gordon's Gin. 4.25 in the afternoon, uh-huh. they're advertising Gordon's Gin. Not right. That doesn't normally happen. Well, I think that's kind of, we're back to that, you know, if you're going to drink, you know, what's time? Mm. Okay. How long have you been doing No, driving? if you think people are doing shifts, right? Some people do night shifts. So they're, so they're four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Could be nine o'clock at night. It does, you know, time's relative, isn't it? It doesn't, that doesn't matter. I've always thought that. It's like, oh, you know, they've just got up. They've just cracked open a can of Stella. What an absolute savage. And you're like, what's the difference between drinking it at seven o'clock in the morning and 11 o'clock at night? Or you stay up all night. You, it's all right, here we go. So you, it's okay to go out on a big bender, big yeah. night out, yeah. and still be drinking at six o'clock in the morning. You're a legend. Yeah, this is the lad's stuff for yeah. you. You're a legend if you're drinking at six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Everyone, literally, everyone will clap you, bravo, what a lad. Woo, get in there, son. Yeah. But if I was to get up at six and you're crack open... You're to type, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> if I was to get up at six and crack one up, you're like, you absolutely, you got a problem. You absolutely... Wouldn't you? Yeah. You okay. would. So it's, again, but it's, it's perceptions, it's... Um, I just felt it was the, it was taking advantage of the situation. That's what I'm saying. What's the situation? Life at the moment. <laughs> it's been, yeah, it's product I mean, placing. I know why they're doing it. It just felt uncomfortable. It's, it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's 4.25, you go, get the gin out. Yeah, they've started, you know, the Christmas advertising, is the toy stuff is kicking in now, whether people have noticed or not. It hasn't got jingle bells on it yet, but it won't... Jingle bell. Gin, jingle Jing, bells. Jingle, oh, nice. Oh, God, yeah. I found a doormat the we other could, day be for a, my dad. Yeah. And I wanted one that says welcome or like, or nothing. It didn't have to be a doormat. Uh-huh. And, um... So you wanted a new doormat? Sorry, have... Well, you found a... Sorry? I wanted a doormat. Okay. He'd used a carpet sample as a doormat. Oh, right. I was trying to work car- out with your dad. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm with you now. And I thought, no, I'll treat him to a doormat. And um, <laughs> it said something like, come on in and have a gin or something. And it's like, yeah. no, I just want to say, like, wipe your feet. Or it didn't need to have gin on it. That's the point. I'm not anti-gin. Well, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, I was trying to bring this kind of seamlessly on. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you're helping, thanks. But, you know, things like that. So I'm signed right above my laptop here, which is the which body reference the Prosecco, how classy people get wasted. Mm. I wasn't going to kind of talk about this. It's become a, almost a very accepted to drink and to drink irresponsibly. Yeah. Has become, and this is a bit like your tweet, which was uh, your thing you sent me earlier, which yeah. we'll talk about in the next one. But I think it's about the framing of this. Okay. So the way drink and the attitude to drinking, drinking heavily, drinking regularly, yeah. how, how it's framed can make it acceptable. Mm-hmm. or not it's all about context it's what you're saying and what you're saying depending on who you're sending it to if you're sending it to someone who has a problem with alcohol then they're going to yes. take it very differently to someone who thinks you know quite joyful they don't drink a lot but they like a yeah. couple of glasses yeah. of wine on a yeah. friday night and you think of all the memes and stuff that goes around mainly on social you know about oh just one glass of wine and there's that classic gif of that woman with a huge wine yeah. glass yeah. just pouring wine yeah. all over her face funny you know but mm. you step back and have a different you know reframe that yeah not funny at all it's like you're laughing at your heart flutter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not funny, but the way you're telling it was, that's my excuse, the way you're yeah. telling it was funny, so I can, so, um, well, let's just, just I, so I think it can be dangerous, but I think, yeah, we're talking about not drinking, that's where it was, I was yeah. trying to work out how I wanted I, to know how long, because I didn't know you'd stop drinking. You're not? No. I hadn't, even though the I hadn't fact, turned up to training without yeah. a can. <laughs> can you put that gin down in bench press? No, I didn't know you'd stopped. Did you not? No. What, until I just told you? 
No, no. To well, recently you alluded to it. Okay. We had some discussions about because I think I don't know how long I've not drunk for. Three years? I'm not mm-hmm. sure. And how long have you not drunk for? Nine months. Okay. And um, what was your reason? My main reason was that um, I think I was starting to lean on it. Okay. I didn't know that either. No. What? <laughs> the reason <laughs> I'm reaching. Of... The reason I'm reaching for my phone. This is going to come under the acceptance. Okay. Um, you know, I mentioned Sam Harris. Yes. Like, so in love with those podcasts. Uh-huh. People, seriously, I think they should They're be... good. Are you subscribing now? Are you, you're, you're paying, so, yeah, yeah. so I, I get, I, the, I get the fade lot. out. I don't get the... Oh, no, 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 they've, they've the been okay. Lot. They've been good. Um, yeah, I paid. I paid for podcasts. I, I like the fact that people would pay for podcasts rather than just get it for free, but <laughs> that's me for you. <laughs> um, no, I, I think Sam Harris podcasts... Hold on a minute. ...should be played at school. Oh, yeah, because they're that... They're just... Well, anyway, he was talking to one, uh, talking to somebody around addiction, and I thought this was—I thought this was a great—and and not, I don't want to go any further on this. I think when we come to our acceptance one in our next podcast, this will be another bit of stuff to talk about. But this guy defined addiction as continued use despite adverse consequences. Yeah, and that—that that summed it up for me because the adverse consequences can be different for different people, which is exactly your point about about the way that alcohol is marketed. Yeah. It can be something that is seen as a funny card or a funny meme or whatever. Yeah, it is. And someone else is looking at that and thinking, shit, there's another trigger. There's another... Yeah. Or not realising, thinking, oh, it's a bit yeah, of a laugh. Everybody's doing it. And... Well, what was your leaning? You mentioned leaning. You don't have to say addiction, I guess. No, but it, kind of what you just said made me think about that. And mm-hmm. I think addiction always sounds like a a horrible word, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You say addiction, you think of people kind of huddled up in a corner, just mm-hmm. shaking or either coming off mm-hmm. or, you know, or, do you know what I mean? It, it, mm-hmm. You, you know, think I, the more extreme end, I guess, yeah. I guess you do. It's not a nice sounding word either. No. I was getting to the point where I, I, I started to cut back on it because I noticed I was probably doing it a bit more. But it was that, you know, if feeling feeling low or feeling, you know, down and then feeling that that was the thing that was making you feel better. Mm-hmm. But then you suddenly realise that you're into the kind of the, the ritualistic nature of that, mm-hmm. where it's, a, it's more of a... Com- it's not making me feel any better. But it's a habit. It's not, it's that's not, where you go. It's not making my mood any better. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking it. It's, it's almost like a comfort. Yeah. And you can find... And I've realised that you can find comfort in eating badly. So mm-hmm. that's self-punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, be careful what I say here because... There's obviously trigger words in here. Yeah. That we'll probably have to put a warning out yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm, I think I've had a relationship with, not a serious one, but there's there's been some things about food and about drink that I felt but never realised what they were mm-hmm. until maybe the last couple of years, talking about some things, hearing more stuff, you know, yeah. reading about it, listening to other people's point of views, and you start to, the pieces start to come together. You go, hold on, that. Well, I'm a little bit of that, and I've got mm-hmm. a little bit of. Mm. Or I know why people treat their bodies badly by eating or mm-hmm. eating badly, putting the wrong things in the mouth or drinking or putting too much of that or the yeah. wrong things, you know, yeah. the wrong combinations of those of those things in. So, but I found myself kind of going, well, I've had a, the classic, I've had a tough week. I mean, they're all the cliches, aren't yeah. they? I yeah. feel knackered, I'm run down. Oh, there's a couple of beers in the fridge. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of, you, you smash two in and you're like, I should have got, and then you are thinking, do I, it's raining. Do I nip mm. out in the car and get... Then you start, what am I thinking? One, I've just been drinking. Yeah. So why, you know what I mean? And yeah. you start to go, hold yeah. on, why am I even, why is that thought even entering my head? Mm. Or I've got to make sure I get more beers in so I don't even have the thought about going out and driving my... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when those things start to kind of 
kick in again we're touching on the acceptance when you suddenly accept that and let these things in mm-hmm. and realize that they are they are real i guess mm-hmm. and you're feeling them and you're feeling them for arguably the wrong reasons but at the same time uh, in january i just you know almost one that i just literally went off it as well there's that kind mm. of i realized that and, and the taste of it went yeah and i wasn't getting any enjoyment from it and i yeah. said i want to do that's just so for maybe about two months i just kind of i couldn't even the, the idea of drinking the idea of it made me feel a bit ill yeah and i haven't and i've not missed it mm-hmm. and you know i feel better for it but i think where i was kind of go, gonna go with it and we're talking about um i guess labels even kind of talking you know your political kind of persuasions mm-hmm. or something i think I found that even when you say you're not drinking, yeah. it feels like you're making a statement to people who are drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and, and becomes the, so much the need head to game. justify as well. And again, back to the acceptance, all the things we're going to talk about. Where I've accepted the fact I'm not going to drink for my own reasons, I'm comfortable with that. Mm. Just by me saying I'm not drinking can be taken as a judgment. Yeah. Or others. you know, if I was a woman, I'd get, "Are you pregnant?" Yeah. I mean, you know, that yeah. that's just absolutely yeah. bonkers, isn't yeah. it? I mean, I've you know, I've I've seen that happen, yeah. and I've you know women have said this happens a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that isn't good but i think there's that if you're not what's one what's wrong with you yeah two is everything all right yeah okay, explain honey. the reason why you're not drinking <laughs> yeah. rather than explain the reason why you are yeah i don't go I, you know i never go why are you yeah or if they know you're not drinking and you're going and they're saying oh, i probably do drink too much and you go mm. well why do you think you do they suddenly think you're on you're on your high horse yeah all right you know non-drinker in the room giving yeah. it all the you know, look how much weight I've lost. Well, you know, it's yeah. like, no, I'm not. I was just, yeah, I just don't drink. I, I have but a mate is... that when I go to his house, he knows I don't drink and he'll go, just have one beer. <laughs> and I go, I don't drink. And he'll go, just one hit, Mark, oh, just, just one hit. <laughs> no, but it's like, and it's almost like he's saying for my sake, have one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What? Cause it's all, is it, does he feel awkward? Yeah. But what's happened now? Well, it's because he won't have a drink and he doesn't like you sitting there having a glass of orange juice or something. Yeah. So, but the now with the, 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 the Zero alcohol lagers and beers yeah. that have come that are such quality. Yeah, they're good. Um, they're getting better, it seems. They're getting better. And so sometimes I'll be out at his house and he's drinking those as, and, you know, mm. far less calories. And he was, you know, if he was doing weight loss or something, it's he's It's a going, weird one, though, isn't it? Where you can't have anything that, where is this? Is this, is this the symbolism? Is this the, the habitual nature of drinking? Is this the kind of almost like the cigarette thing where it's actually you're, you're doing it because it, the fact it's in your hand, the action of drinking it? how it looks well your answer looks... your answer to that is, is staring us in the face when you and i went to munich with the lads was that our first trip that none of us were drinking no everyone was drinking there was the... i was drinking in munich were you yeah had okay. about 15 pints on the first night didn't we <laughs> we said we're just go... at the airport we, before. Said go easy. We, get, we get to the airport and go for it which i love we go for a drink yeah. We're not even out of the airport we've just yeah. arrived in. Yeah. No, let's stay here a bit more and not experience the city we've just landed in. <laughs> Taxi for Munich? Why would we go to Munich when we've yeah. got this airport bar? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we were. There was one, the other reason I said it, there was one trip where I wasn't drinking for no. health reasons. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think I probably wasn't then. It was only Munich where I drank. No, what I'm thinking about is when we all decided to go to a football match. This is... Again, we say this, everything, this is seamless. It's coming, yeah, it's like we've written it. Yeah. So for the listeners, we group of, what, six, seven, eight of us mm-hmm. in Munich. And I think we're just typical 40, 50-something lads that drink too much, look at a couple of things like a museum, go on a bike ride. I think ride. we're quite cultured, really, for a... Do know, you? Yeah. Okay. We were, the bike ride was good. Oh, yeah, we do lots of interesting And then we decided to go to a football match, found 
a sort of local team, didn't we? <laughs> went went to the station. Ingolstadt, wasn't it? We went to watch Ingolstadt. Ingolstadt. Yeah. yeah. And um, they sort of have off-licenses in the railway station, don't they? And we got this case of beer. And We took a while choosing it, from what I can remember. Yeah, yeah and we all know who chose it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Anyway, got on the get on the train and i think oh no we no you and i were drinking then so we were yeah we, just, were, we all were yeah yeah and as the as it went on getting merrier and merrier and wasn't it a, a, a german guy someone that pointed was, out to someone us? was sat next to a local yeah. as we got more and more leery <laughs> that it was alcohol free lager yeah and we were well gone weren't we it was yeah and so that's the bit about the ritualistic isn't it in that circumstances whatever we've been putting into our mouth yeah would have had that effect to a degree yeah or placebo yeah yeah we thought we were getting drunk because we're drinking beer on a we're train. just having a good time yeah and i think that guy realized that we're having too much of a good time for zero <laughs> and, and yeah it was an odd one and that is one of the, the complaints if you like that if you do when, go out as a non-drinker it's like i hope you're not going to let you know bring a downer on the party yeah i think the the, the the line is i'm i'm feeling better for it so i guess yeah the health reasons are good it's keeping the other thing which i didn't say was it's actually kind of keeping my mind clearer okay so I remember the first time I did it, I noticed after about three or four weeks, and we, I don't know all these things because one of our clients used to be drink aware, so we used to mm-hmm. do lots of videos about the benefit of not drinking. Yeah. So I know I know all the yeah. all the information, and it's not until you stop doing it, and even you go, well, I only have a drink every week, or every, mm. you know, once every, a pint every week, or every couple of weeks, but you don't realise that if you can cut it out completely, it takes about three or four weeks mm. before. What I found, your whole mm. physiology changes, mm-hmm. your sleep is better, your mind is clearer. Yeah. And at the beginning of the year, I guess going into lockdown and I've got to keep a bit of a, a straight head here. Yeah. So that was the other, probably the other reason which I didn't mention. And that has helped because mm. it's amazing if you have one beer, how kind of cloudy you get. Yeah. I don't want to feel shit. Mm. This isn't you and I promoting not drinking. This is yeah. you and I saying how it was for us and what we've no, seen. Absolutely. I think when it comes down to, to yeah, maybe more in-depth discussions around addiction, that that's something we will cover and, and yeah. I think give it the full you know seriousness that it yeah it needs i think that we've already touched on it the other week where a little bit about body image um you know me buying kind of clothes to cover up certain things and you could argue alcohol's the same it yeah. covers up stuff it yeah. covers up insecurity you yeah. think it does almost like you know the invisibility cloak or yeah. <laughs> back yeah. to that but i think for me that the, the i feel the, the benefit of bringing it up here is not the actual act of it itself mm-hmm. of either physically feeling good and wearing clothes that you couldn't wear before yeah. or not drinking and feeling the benefit of not mm-hmm. drinking. But it is the acceptance of others and the opinion of others, which is for me the, one of the most powerful things. And it's not until you stop doing these things or until you turn things on the head where you realize actually the, the, the kind of pigeonhole you're in, mm-hmm. how people see you and how mm-hmm. your identity is formed based on the things you wear, the behaviors you, yeah. you have, that for me has been one of the most interesting things. Mm-hmm. And then well, it's only, other, other people's reaction to you. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, you know, if you're not drinking, oh, well, what's what, you know, what's wrong with you kind of, mm. oh, you know, what about when we go away, what are you going to do? You know, yeah. I'll come away and have a laugh. Like, I, yeah, yeah. cause I have come away before with us lot and, and not had a drink and had a really good weekend and yeah. not missed. So it is possible to do. Yeah. But I think it's that it's, 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 it's the kind of expectation perception from other people. And it's only when you don't do it, you realize actually how much of a, arguably how much, the impact of an expectation of other people is kind of affecting your own behavior mm-hmm. or perpetuating a behavior that you don't actually want to stay in. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's hard to get out if, if people aren't supportive of that. Mm. 
if you go, I'm thinking of not drinking, what do you want to do that for? You know, little, it could be little things, a flippant comment like that. Yeah. Someone go, why do you want to give up booze for? Well, we have a right laugh when we go out drinking. Oh, don't yeah. be a bore. You know, but those things do happen in different yeah. forms. They, they can be some, they can be one word, two words, a, a couple of sentences. It can be a look. Yeah. It can be a comment to someone else. It doesn't have to be to you, but you hear people talking. Oh, I had a great time, you know. Yeah, I think it has to be. I, and I and it so. all goes in, doesn't it, is what I'm trying to say. And, all, and it all Yeah, but it, it is more direct up a, than that sometimes. Because I, I didn't give up because I think I had any sort of problem with alcohol at all. I gave up as a control thing. And I, I do have struggles with control that, that sometimes my extreme nature means that control for me has to be total it can't be just have a couple of drinks here and there if i say i don't drink i don't drink it isn't anything to do with alcohol it's to do with my need to control Mm -hmm. elements of myself Mm -hmm. but the interesting thing is that when people were asking my stock phrase was i started i gave up when i was on medication after surgery and they advised that i didn't drink which was true, but it wasn't like, don't drink. It's like, maybe yeah, not have too yeah, much yeah. on these tablets. And then when that didn't wash, I said, I'm trying to be as good a sprinter as I can. And I think by drinking, it might affect my running by one-tenth of a second. Mm-hmm. And I'm going into this long scientific <laughs> reason. And I stopped drinking because I didn't want to drink. But yeah. I, I couldn't... That, you you, I you couldn't had to justify it. Yeah. So it was like, oh, you and your sprinting, you're so obsessive about that that you won't... Uh, your sprinting is so obsessive that you won't drink. And it was like, yeah, that's my reason. That's my excuse. And somehow that felt safer because they go, oh, yeah. Did I've you feel you had to get in before someone else did? Yeah, I had to come. And I use that with everyone, <laughs> isn't it? I don't know if it makes any difference at all. Well, you might as well go out the leaflet. Yeah. Here, here's the reason I'm not drinking, just so yeah. I don't have to keep repeating myself yeah. to everybody else. But it's exactly as you say. I then don't go to them. Can you explain to me why you drink the amount you do? There's no yeah. need to justify yeah. that. I don't well, need to know. What you do with your life is fine. I'm not going to judge. Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? That's actually, there's the kind of the paradox of it, isn't it? So, you know, it, it's, it's actually bad for you. It's not good for you. Yeah. And I'm sure there's probably plenty of studies going, a little bit is, well, yeah. But yeah, fun, overall, I think everyone can, agree, <laughs> everyone can agree. There's a reason why you need to be 18 or 21 to go and buy it. Yeah, yeah. There is, isn't there? Mm. It's a health reason, very because mm. it's not good for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you don't do it, you know, you're the socially, one to say. Yeah, you're kind of you're not wrong, but you're kind of you looked at sideways. I wonder it's if a it's an age one. thing. I've, I've I've got other people who I know who are sort of edging towards that situation, and whether it well, is not just, drinking, yeah, whether it is just having had enough of it. Not even people that have any problem just going. I'm yeah. not really into it anymore. I don't really want to have. <laughs> Well, you realise oh, it's always been a bit crap. Yeah, I can remember but, one of one of the lads we were in Munich, and um, he came up to. This is about four o'clock, and oh, we came to some dodge. Did we go to dodgy clubs in Munich? I don't think we do. Budapest no. was. <laughs> no, yeah. Of course no. we did. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the thing we do. Oh, well, that industrial estate. Yeah, that was yeah, that was dodgy. Um, lost. Oh yeah, so this was about four in the morning, queuing for a kebab, and one of our group came up to me, and he went. I've had about 15 to 16 pints tonight. And he went, I don't know why I've done it. And it's that typical sort of four o'clock in the morning, having a few regrets as the hangover kicks in. And I went, you've had a good time. It's fine. You know, like, and he went, well, back in the day, I would get drunk to either get laid, to get into a fight <laughs> or to pass out. Do you know what I mean? There was or a, all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, in a way, there, I don't mean there was a reason, but there was an end result. You know, you go to a club and you'd be drunk and then something would it's happen one, as a result it? of you being drunk. 
But the point he was making to me is, I've now drunk 15 pints because they were there. <laughs> it hasn't taken me anywhere. It's just taken me yeah. to a hangover and a kebab, yeah. which I'm dribbling down my front. <laughs> so It's called Cult Fabrique in Munich. Where we went. Yeah, it's still there. I thought it was brilliant, that place. Although, actually, little story. Um, we'd all had a little bit, hadn't we? Um, and everyone, everyone got in the... You, you said you were drinking in Munich. Oh, yeah, no, I had a, Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so you were so drunk, I can't remember. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone pissed off in taxis and left me you, completely yeah. on my own. Yeah. And then I did that thing where you suddenly go, Demo, you're in, the, you're in a foreign country. You literally have no idea where you are. Mm. You got here. Because you, you don't worry about how you get there. No. You don't do the it's kind of the Liam Neeson well, in Taken it? kind of with his balaclava and remembering how you got there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just had that moment where I go, I've got to get my... I've got to get my head in. I've got to yeah. get my head straight yeah. here. And I did that thing where I tried to sober myself up just by thinking really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to, and then I picked up my phone and I had to do the one eye looking at my phone because I couldn't use two eyes looking at it. And yeah. then I, I had to go through, I had to find my email, find the name of the hotel. Yeah. And I just stood there and no one called me. I bet, I bet everyone got back to the hotel and didn't even realise I wasn't there. Who are you, well, I'm not going to say who you're sharing. You were sharing a room with someone though, weren't you? Yeah. They're the person most likely to have realised. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm not going to mention his name. He no, knows who he is. He knows who he is. He's <laughs> had to live with it. <laughs> He's probably not even aware of this story. But, <laughs> but I eventually got back and you think, well, that could have ended differently. Mm. Couldn't it? Mm. Booze. That's what got me in that situation. Yeah. And, and I wasn't sharp. And seven My friends sense. that couldn't give a fuck about you. That's <laughs> the that other thing. Well. <laughs> What's the moral of this? <laughs> Get better friends and don't drink. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a bad moral. Um <laughs> The only thing I miss, and it comes back to our weekends, when I don't miss the, the kind of getting to the, the airport and drinking, really. I don't miss any of that. Mm. I miss when we've gone and done something nice and fun, cultural, normally. The bike first ride. after. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back half in, three in the afternoon. Sunny. Yeah. And you're, we're all still talking about the thing we've just done, having a bit of a, you know, everyone's taking the piss out of everyone. Yeah. You sit down, that, that beer there. Yeah. That's the one I miss. Which arguably is every eighteen months anyway. <laughs> Which is the beer where you just make that noise after the first sip, and it's like, yeah, as if you've earned it somehow. Yeah, by cycling three miles. It's like the best. Yeah, it's like you've never had a beer. So I do that bit, but that doesn't happen very often. So, no. do we end this and carry testosterone over? Yeah, we could do. We could have a discussion now how we've been a bit stray. <laughs> um, here, so we had an email from Tim. Thanks, Tim, for this. Um, Hi, chaps. Like the stuff on resistant exercise. I'm 40 and three quarters. There you are. Um, and also know from experience that picking up boxer shorts can have a negative effect on your back mm. if you've stopped doing resistance training for a while. He said, I'm back on the resistance wagon now and feeling stronger already. Excellent. He also said, I'm not sure you mentioned uh, that women uh, should also be doing full on resistance exercise and absolutely won't end up looking like she-hulk mm. as i hear female friends commenting on this as a reason why they don't do weight training we have touched on this and in the next episode we're going to be announcing a pop-up podcast we are thank you tim yes for that um but we did mention it yeah and we we very specifically well you did specifically said that you know that is the perception that yeah. women who who strength train are going to end up looking absolutely cute, and they, and that's just an absolute fallacy. Yeah. Unless they went on that trip of eating twelve chickens a day yeah. and working out three times, you know what I mean? And you're going to get testosterone. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'll discuss that. later. We'll discuss that in the yeah. next one. Um, 
we've run a bit over but that's it for this episode uh well done for getting this far and thanks for listening all links and references will be in our show notes please make sure you subscribe to us via your favorite podcasting app and if you're enjoying this pod then please do share it um spread the love and tell a friend or foe or whoever you feel might benefit uh from having us two in their ears that'd be really really good of you uh give us a follow on instagram and send us your feedback and questions via email which is imfinecast at gmail.com in the next episode so we will be touching on testosterone because we yeah. haven't in this one <laughs> um and we're also going to be looking at acceptance so we're just going to throw a load of stuff in yeah that we've been trying to pick catch and mix on. pick yeah. and mix uh so that's it we'll see you then thanks yeah. take care all <laughs>